0: and I'm Amber. And for today's case, we aren't going to go very far or very far back for that matter. I know many of our Michigan listeners will probably recall this and are probably following the story like we are. This case takes place in Shiawassee County, Michigan, And it happened, tragically, in December 2019, so literally only 14 months ago.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm still not over this case.
0: Oh, no, 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 definitely not. And we're still, we will provide updates, too, as it uh, unfolds. But today we're going to be talking about the tragic murder of Kevin Bacon, who is from Michigan, not Pennsylvania, like the actor. Thank you for clarifying that. Kevin, the other Kevin Bacon is fine. However, he did send this Kevin Bacon's family flowers.
1: I heard about that. I thought that was so sweet of him to do.
0: Yes, and sent his condolences. I loved that. Yeah,
1: just for having the same name. Yep.
0: Still sweet though. It was. This Kevin Bacon was born November 28, 1994 in Lansing, Michigan to Carl, and that's Carl with a K, not a C, and Pamela Bacon. According to an interview completed with Michigan Live, his parents wanted him to have the same initials as his dad, Carl, but not the same name. Oh. And they said at the time, the actor Kevin Bacon was not a household name like he is today. So apparently they did get teased a little bit about naming their son Kevin so they weren't aware of Kevin Bacon at the time No he was not as widely popular there wasn't that makes the sense. 6 degrees of separation from bacon like what is yes, that making yes. bacon
1: it's like the it's the 5 degrees of maybe it's 5 or I've, 6 yeah something like that but we're all connected to Kevin Bacon through somehow, five people yes. or six people
0: And no, they didn't, they didn't have that in 94 and. uh, They do now. They do now. And he said that, you know, they kind of got teased a little bit about it, but that's all right. I think it's just, would have been a good conversation starter. I love that his name's Kevin Bacon. Me too. So Kevin was a talented hairstylist, something that his mom said he had a passion for at a very early age he was about 12 when he started styling his mom and other family members' hair and even started French braiding, which I still can't accomplish at 37. So, oh,
1: my French braid is like a three-year-old tried yeah. it.
0: So I love that he was earlier, this, he started French braiding like even before 12. So good for him. He was clearly born to be a hairstylist. Kevin graduated from Schwartz Creek High School and Sharps Hair Academy in Grand Blanc. He was also attending the University of Michigan, Flint and majoring in psychology. According to Michigan Live, he was hired as a peer educator at the University of Michigan Flint Centers for Gender and Sexuality. So peer educators perform educational programming for sexual violence prevention. I know he had made many close friendships in this program. Sarah DeVitt was actually the one to hire Kevin into the peer educator program and reflected that he was always coming up with fun hairstyles for her and often when he did her hair, they would talk and gossip about their own lives so long that Kevin would forget he was doing her hair and it would make her appointment take way longer. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that just so sweet? You know,
1: I remember when this case came out hearing many stories of how well liked Kevin oh, was. yes.
0: And you can look up on Facebook. There are Facebook groups for him. Initially there was a Facebook group created when he went missing uh, to help find him and then there was actually even a recent article that I read um, from just his one year anniversary in 2020 there of his death where they painted the flint rock in his memory oh yeah that's That's in flint michigan so
1: nice in case you guys
0: didn't know that but yeah they're still carrying on his his memory and there were articles upon articles you guys of family not only family but friends just speaking about clearly what a kind soul he was and how much he took time for other people and to help other people yeah yeah
1: I'm not going to lie. I would have loved Kevin to do my hair. Yeah, definitely.
0: Live reported that one of his friends, Cassie Perez, recalled that he, quote, was one of the first people I told so many of my secrets to. He was just one of those people I trusted so much, and he gave me advice when I really needed it without judgment. He made me smile so many times, even when he didn't know it. He checked on me when few others did, and he gave me the best of himself every day, and I'll forever be grateful for that, end quote.
1: See, I'm so happy to hear all of these great stories about him that people remember.
0: Yeah, it sounded to me like he was just a very genuine and caring man and touched everyone's life in a positive way that he encountered. So that's a little bit about Kevin. Uh, NBC News reported that on December 24th, 2019, Kevin, who was 25 at the time, Told his roommate and best friend Michelle Myers they met in the fourth grade. Oh, oh no. so they're
1: like lifelong besties. Yes.
0: They're they're roommates and he was he said on Christmas Eve, which if you're, you know, not familiar with, it's December twenty-fourth, that he was going out that night around five with a man that he met on an app called Grindr. Now the Grindr app is the most popular geosocial app for the gay, bisexual, and transgender community. Which means it suggests matches based on your location. Okay. He says goodbye to Michelle on December 24th, and he leaves for his date with 50-year-old Mark Latunsky. And I did watch several news reports to figure out how to say his last name, and that's how they said it.
1: Thank you, because when the news came out, I was torn between Latunsky, Latunsky
0: I uh, constantly want to say Latunsky too because of the way that it's spelled but everyone was pronouncing it Latunsky. Gotcha. So that's where I'm putting my emphasis. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's a shithead.
1: He really is a piece of shit.
0: (sighs) At 6.12pm on same night December 24th Michelle received a text from Kevin saying that he was having fun and he probably wouldn't be home that night. That would be the last time that any of his loved ones would hear from him. His parents began to worry when he did not show up for breakfast on Christmas morning, December 25th. So they filed a missing persons report right away.
1: Can I just jump in and say, like, the setting of this is so heartbreaking. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Your child know. isn't, you know, responding or showing up. Like, how heartbreaking.
0: I know. And at the same time, do you think that that's almost divine intervention? Because if it hadn't been Christmas... I mean, Michelle would have, I'm sure, contacted Kevin's parents to say, "Hey, he—I haven't heard from him, and he hasn't come home." Because it sounded like he had an amazing support system. You know but what? You're right. The fact that it was Christmas, they they could file the report all that quicker, knowing it is not like our son did not show up for Christmas. Yeah. Or
1: if it was just maybe like day to day, they wouldn't have noticed him missing right away. Right
0: now, at this time, they know that he went out with the with a guy the night before. That he met on Grindr because he had been open and told Michelle, I'm meeting up with this guy from Grindr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they attempted to get more information from the app, like actually called the Grindr app, Oh, okay. you know, to try to uh, like say like, hey, can you help us? However, according to the Michigan Live article, Carl, Carl Bacon, so that's Kevin's dad, said that the app, quote, didn't give us any information and were rather uncooperative. There is no regulation of the law on how they operate and how accountable they are to people's activities on the apps, end quote. Shame
1: on you, Grindr. They later
0: put out a quote, you know, their condolences or whatnot, but went blah, blah, blah about their users' privacy. And I get that, but in a missing person situation... How is that not just thrown out the window? It it was
1: almost like at first they kind of disregarded it. Then they realized how Mm -hmm. serious it was. And they were like, oh, Oh, our
0: condolences. No, had they been proactive of being able. It's a geo tracking
1: app. Yeah, it could have been really helpful for them to be more compliant before. Quickly.
0: Yes. Yes. So basically, you know, they're trying to get in touch with this app to to locate exactly where their son had went with Mark Latunsky. His family and friends are on a frantic search. They, like I said earlier, they created a Facebook group to try to help him locate him. He has one badass family. I mean, yeah, they, it
1: sounds like his family is amazing. They
0: all hit the streets, his family and friends. That day, Kevin's car was later found in a, a Schwartz Creek parking lot area. A bag of clothes, phone and wallet were in the car. So the only thing that was missing were his actual car keys. But now they've got his phone. So his family was able to use his own phone to get into the Grinder app and figure out who he had been communicating with. Oh, okay. On December twenty eighth, two 2019, so four days had lapsed since he was last seen, police arrive at Mark Latunski's home. So
1: were they able to find conversation with Mark yes. on the phone? Yes. Okay.
0: Latunski told the police that his name was actually Wilt, Olkios Vilkas, you guys got to see it written because I got Wilk right. I can tell you that, and I got Vilkas right. So the he... middle name O L Y K O S Olkas. I don't. It's bad. So Either way, it's to... not his damn name. Yeah,
1: it's it's clearly not his name. He was was he trying to just pretend he
0: was like somebody at the house? he when he's arrested he signs the last he signs this name too he's just, we'll, i remember seeing we'll he get gave to it to run around yeah with we'll get to it name. he did allow them to search his home though so they're in the upstairs they search the main floor and then they go down in the basement and in the basement in what was described as the in, by the court records as a secret room with a trap door in the floor the police found a very gruesome sight, so now I'm going to give a trigger warning because I am going to give details here of poor Kevin. Kevin was found in the room naked and hanging from the ceiling with his throat cut and two stab wounds in his neck. His testicles had also been removed.
1: <sighs> it's such a gruesome scene. I can't, I just can't.
0: I know, and one of the police officers testified that when he opened the door, he just immediately turned around to his partner and said oh my god oh my god oh yeah and i, I mean i feel like that would would be most of our my, reactions my
1: heart truly goes out to people that come on the scene to these you know officers or first responder first responders or whomever coming up on these scenes it's it's got to be Absol- horrific yes
0: absolutely and this isn't an area where they're used to seeing stuff like no, this No, this is like small town michigan it is according to court documents Mark Latunsky admitted to police that he had killed Kevin Bacon. He claimed that the two had agreed upon engaging in sexual relations and that Kevin had been suffering from suicidal thoughts and just wanted his body to disappear. What? Yes. So let me get into this a little bit of what his what his stance was. So he was basically saying that Kevin
1: was depressed and like wanted Mark to kill him. Yes.
0: And like end it for him. Yes. That is what he claimed. Now later his family will say absolutely not. He did not want to end his life and he did not give consent for you to kill him.
1: Yeah. Cause it, it sounded like everything, the picture that's been painted is he was a pretty happy guy. Yes. He was pretty friendly. He had a lot of friends. And yep. so I'm not, I'm not buying it.
0: So, what he had told police was that he had an agreement with Bacon to carry out one of Bacon's fantasies. He said that they initiated a conversation on Grinder, and an agreement had been made between the two of them to engage in sexual activity. And this was actually testified by one of the officers, Officer Moore. Moore, Officer Moore told the judge during the trial that Latunsky told investigators that he picked Bacon up at a family dollar near Bacon's home on Christmas Eve. Latunsky had Bacon leave his phone and clothes behind in his car. After that, Latunsky allegedly told investigators that he had Bacon pick out an outfit, blindfolded him, put earmuffs and restraints on him for the nearly 30-minute drive to his Bennington Township home role-playing and props were involved and that is all of this was consensual
1: okay so that was the plan from the beginning that yes he kevin would arrive and leave the phone and everything behind yep yep
0: and it was all a part of the fantasy and this is what they discussed through the grinder app that this is what he wanted and because in
1: my mind i'm like i would be
0: scared you know? Right, shitless. This guy shitless, just blindfolded me and yes. earmuffed me and drove okay. me for thirty minutes. But this was it apparently was con- yep, consensual and all a part of the role play that they were doing. Now, Latunsky L- stated that Kevin Bacon had explained to him that he had been su- suicidal in the past, and the discussion began about how Latunsky could make Mr. Bacon's body disappear. The police officer was saying, Hey, apparently Mark Latunsky said that Bacon wanted him to use a sword, but Mark Latunsky said he used a knife instead because he believed that it would make Bacon's death painless, okay? And to ensure that he didn't feel any more pain, Latunsky told the officer that he hung him to drain the blood from his body. Okay, so there's that. Wow. But I will say the coroner's report suggests that he was already dead before he was actually hung. Okay. Upside down by his ankles. Okay. So I'm not real sure where he's saying, like, oh, I wanted to save him more pain by hanging him upside down. But then Officer Moore testified that Latunsky then cooked and ate a part of Bacon's body because it was a new moon. And the part of the body that he ate were actually his testicles. Oh my gosh. And in an M Live article I saw that Latunsky was explaining usually during the phase of the new moon he would eat oysters, but he didn't have any. So he just decided that bacon's testicles would suffice.
1: I am speechless.
0: There's not I mean there's not a lot you can say to that. There's
1: really not. It's it's horrific. I um I remember like I said, I mean we all kind of know about this case because it's it's not far from home. Right. Um, and I remember seeing that was something he had done, but I didn't know why, like what the reasoning was behind yep, it. Yep,
0: it was the phase of the new moon. As a result of ending his life, Latunsky said that he was going to utilize Kevin Bacon's body for different things. And they don't give a whole lot of sp- specifics on what exactly at this time that he wanted to do. Now the trial date hasn't been set for this yet. And right. I imagine that when it is, more is going to come out. But he did look had purchased a dehydrator to carry out some of those plans. Oh my God. So it's it's like he's saying, Hey, he wanted to die. I assisted him in suicide, but then I was gonna be resourceful and use Utilize his body. His body. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Poor Kevin.
0: Officer Moore, to the preliminary exam, brought a knife uh, to court in an evidence bag. He testified that the knife was the murder weapon that Latunsky used to kill Bacon, and Bacon's DNA was found on the knife. Bacon's DNA was also found on um, objects like on the stove, like a pan and whatnot, too confirm Lichunsky's she... claims mm-hmm, that he mm-hmm. had cam- cannibalized part of him. Shiawassee County's assistant medical examiner, doc- examiner, excuse me, Dr. Patrick Harisma, testified that Bacon's autopsy autos- showed that he died of a homicide caused by sharp force injuries that were described as stab wounds found on Bacon's neck. They believe that he stabbed him twice and then slit his throat. And that's
1: how he actually died. And that is died. how he
0: actually died. Then after that, he ropes were put around his ankles and he was strung from the rafters in the ceiling.
1: I'm thankful, I guess, in some way to know that he wasn't alive for
0: the other no parts that, that happened. Yes, yeah, but the, the hanging from the ceiling and the mutilation, he was not alive for. So he was spared from that. I don't believe for a minute that this was an assisted suicide.
1: No, I don't either. I, I feel like everything that you have talked about before with Kevin, I mean, nobody implied that he was suicidal right. or depressed even. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, Sure, but as many close friends as he had.
0: I really feel like there would have been reports that said, oh, you know, he was he was acting strangely leading yeah. up to this. Or we, he was struggling. He was on antidepressants, anything like that. He was 100%... Using that app for its intended purposes of casual relationships. Yes. And consensual casual relationships. And that's what his intention was for the night. It was not to die.
1: Did the family believe in any way that this was a suicide attempt? No. Okay. No.
0: Yeah, I think I did say that a little little while ago that they okay. I may not have. Sorry, I might I have, might even have thought that. of that. No, that's okay, because they were the ones saying, like, no, absolutely no not. Okay. And his dad even says, there's evil in this world and it has touched us. Yeah. And it's so, so very true. They did try to get a charge added of assisted suicide because he ends up, of course, being charged with open murder and mutilation of a body. And those are the charges that he is on right now. The trial date hasn't been set. They had a preliminary trial in October of 2020, but the actual trial date hasn't been set. And the reason that it's taken so long is because last January, so January 2020 is when he was arraigned, and that's right before COVID hit. They, of course, were going for an insanity plea.
1: Yes, I remember hearing about that.
0: And at the time when... He was introduced to the, during his prelim, he claimed that, well, actually his lawyer claimed he believes himself to be Edgar Thomas Hill from the Thomas clan of Wales. Mm -hmm. I do
1: remember this when he was using various names and wasn't he trying to really put on the insanity
0: a hundred percent and actually that's that's exactly what his parents said they're like listen he's just trying to play the mental these were their words not mine he's playing the mental health card he absolutely knows that he's not Thomas Sir Edgar Thomas Hill from the Thomas clan of Wales so you went from being like Oka, what's that? Yogurt? Oko's yogurt? Because o- that's o- what that, o- Yeah. Yeah. That's what that other name that he claimed the day that he, you know, the police showed up at his house that he claimed he was. Wilk. Yes.
1: Wilk Okiongios. Yeah. I remember there was like various names he was trying to play yeah. off. And-, and now
0: now he's made himself royalty fuck off come on and and i don't blame his parents for being upset at that like oh okay you're just going to try to get the insanity plea because the charges oh, God, that he's no. that he's facing could result in life in prison if he's convicted, which, I mean, I'm here to say I hope he is.
1: I absolutely hope he
0: is. So I can see why they were frustrated. Let's get into a little bit. So now now we know about Kevin. We know how he was found. Um, I will say the medical examiner is unable to determine the exact time or, or date of death, but we know it was within the time frame of December 24th or 25th. On December 25th. According to a news article with WNEM, Mark Latunsky spent part of the day with his estranged husband, Jamie Arnold. He went over there between 1 and 2 p.m. Arnold said that he did not act out of the ordinary. He didn't indicate that something was wrong at all. They had actually separated in September 2019 because of their different lifestyles. Jamie Arnold was quoted saying, There were times I would come home and there was someone else there. One time I came home and there was someone else there and he tried to get me involved. I made dinner and I went to bed. I had to get out. I couldn't take that lifestyle anymore. He was not okay with him bringing home casual strangers for sex. Yeah. And if you look him up on Facebook there, you will see he was into some kind of different types of things. Not illegal, like bondage and and um, things like that are not illegal but he is really well known for wearing uh, leather kilts and those sorts of things some
1: pictures with the leather kilts
0: and uh... I saw some posts where he was talking about like wearing his leather thong with his leather kilts and all this stuff and just like completely things that people like if I'm wearing a leather thong I love that my 15-year-old son just walked in
1: in the room
0: while I was saying that. I don't own one, sweetie. It's okay, but I'm just saying if I did, I wouldn't be posting it on Facebook.
1: No, that's not something I would want all of my friends and family to to see. Nope,
0: probably not, and so he, he ran a Facebook group from what I understand, and he would make a lot of statements like that so he wasn't ashamed of who he was and that's or he isn't ashamed of who he was and that's fine but then to try to flip and and go into the mental illness of it all yeah i struggle with a little bit but we will um we're gonna get to his history in just a second
1: no and maybe i'm jumping too far ahead but did his ex-husband ever like fear
0: no no Mark, he or? didn't they've he has spoken out because there was some speculation in the beginning that he knew he, he was dangerous, he was, yes, mm-hmm. I remember that, so he did speak out actually, explained his lack of regularly taking his medications. And his behaviors and his paranoid behaviors contributed to the breakdown of their relationship. Okay. I'll actually start here for his timeline. He was married to a woman named Emily Latunsky. They were married in 2001 and then they divorced in 2013. They had four children together. Oh, okay. And actually they lived in the home that he ends up committing those crimes in. Um, he was diagnosed in 2010 and 2012 with severe recurrent and chronic major depression with psychotic features, an adjustment disorder with depression, and anxiety with paranoid schizophrenia and borderline personality traits. Oh, wow. That's okay. heavy. That's a yeah, lot.
1: lots of... Mental health issues. Yes.
0: And his wife did spend, his, excuse me, his ex-wife did spend a lot of time filing motions to suspend his parenting time when he wasn't taking his medications mm-hmm. because of his paranoid um, things. And it, she said, Emily said, when he doesn't take his medication, he'll watch torture horror films. He'll talk to himself. He'll stay out all night. He'll threaten to get rid of his children's animals. He'd claim their son isn't his child. He'll fail to shower and shave. Once, he kidnapped his own children by failing to follow a custody plan, kept her and her children from leaving the home, made frivolous claims to Child Protective Services, and claimed that she and her brother were trying to murder him by poisoning a well. Wow, so there's lots of things that were going on. Yes, and his husband, Ar- uh, Jamie Arnold, actually said he'd s- he'd say that the neighbor was contaminating our water, that his children were not his children, his family was not his biological family, and that he was a leader of a gray, green-eyed people, and that the world was going to turn upside down.
1: Okay, so lots of paranoia, Yeah, delusions. that's,
0: that's yep, where the that, um, diagnosis comes in.
1: Now... When he took his medication, was he now that, better? I, or? I
0: could not find anything conclusively on that, but he was a chemist at Dow Chemical. Oh, okay. I So I do believe he did have stability and likely when he was medicating, um, as we've seen with patterns oh. of our clients that yes, we've worked with in the past. Absolutely.
1: Medication makes a tremendous difference yes. when you take it. As prescribed.
0: In February of last year, 2020, a Shiawassee County judge ruled that Latounsky wasn't mentally competent to stand trial at the time. So then he went into treatment at the Michigan Center for Forensic Psychiatry in Ypsilanti. Yes, that's how you say it. If anybody sees it written, they're going to be like, She didn't say that right. <laughs> you have to be from here to know. But and after treatment at the Michigan Center for Forensic Psychiatry, he was deemed competent to continue court proceedings. So okay. hence, the pretrial that happened in December, excuse me, October of two thousand and twenty, and a trial date has not, to my that I could find my knowledge been set yet. But when it is, we will follow the trial and give you guys an update. At this point in time, we know we have a history of mental illness. This does not appear to be a serial murderer. And the police did say there are some other missing persons from that area, and they are going to investigate whether or not he could potentially be linked. But they don't believe so. They don't believe that he's a serial murderer. It appears as though this was a psychotic episode that he had, although should, should that exempt him from a life in prison? I don't think so. I know. There's so many components as you're
1: talking about things. The mental health is a factor. Was it a factor in this? Was it not? I mean, there's a lot of components. And
0: it's important to note these two things as well. The same year, only one month before the murder and two months before the murder, so October and November of 2019, 911 did receive calls from two separate men that had claimed that they had been tied up and held captive in latunsky's basement
1: i remember seeing that there were some maybe witnesses maybe neighbors that saw people run out running yes
0: so the first guy is freaked out he calls 911 he's like i don't know where i am but this dude just weirded me out i was tied up in his basement the police officer comes kind of gets him calmed down everything is very very redacted in terms of names these these, given the circumstances of how these two men came in contact with t- Latunski on, l- I'm sorry, it's Latunski. It is spelled like Latunski, though.
1: It's natural to want to say it Latunski.
0: And I'm sure I've done it several times throughout this, you guys. Please don't uh, give it's me hard verbal for me lashings. Too,
1: because that's always how I read it yeah.
0: in the articles. The circumstances that surround these men using this app, the Grinder app, are very private they do not want their employers knowing. They do not want possibly their families knowing. Yeah. Totally get that. Yeah, absolutely. And essentially they both had said that everything they were doing was consensual until it started to get weird. That's when they would escape from, from his home. The first guy actually ended up the police officer ended up taking him back to Mark Latunsky's home. Oh wow. Yeah. So he called nine he escaped. He called nine one one, but then went back i don't know if it was for his effects or what but the police officer left in there because he told him it was okay he was just he's you know got his his senses about him now and he's he's oh. okay i don't know what happened to that man but he is still alive because okay. he came forward after the kevin murder. bacon's murder came out yes as did the second guy and the second guy explains the, um, the other guy was from new york I mean, they had planned this out from the app from New York for him to even stay with him for, you know, for a weekend and whatnot. Well, he goes running down the road after he got freaked out and um, Latonsky was chasing him. But when the police got involved, Latonsky was like, yeah, I was chasing him because he was wearing my $300 leather kilt and I wanted it back. Yeah. Like, you can't take my props. They're expensive and I need those. Where would I go with my Facebook posts if I don't have my right, leather so kilt? Kind
1: of like okay, yeah,
0: yep, fair enough. So he maybe. gave him the kilt back and got the hell out of there. So that is that's the same year. It's not anything, you know. There's no legal action there because it was consensual and neither one of those men. We're going to press charges or anything they like that. They were just that. like,
1: okay, this went too far. We're yes, scared. Yes, but...
0: and And I don't know where I am because I'm not from this area. So I mm-hmm. n- need help. So there's that. And then in December, this happens with Kevin.
1: There's just so many questions with all of these scenarios. We have, like, we talked about mental health. And then we have this piece of Mark was obviously into some really, you know, different intense, things different and it, type of yeah, yeah and it sounds like it got more and more intense so part of me is like was this just a, a hookup gone really wrong was it paired with mental health issues there's just so many right. questions i have
0: right yeah exactly and i do think that more will come out uh in the trial like, i hope so like i said before but i firmly believe that kevin went there with the intentions of of what the general use of that app is for yeah not at all to be assisted in suicide yeah um especially not with as close as he was with his family which is obvious when you read anything about him i just don't believe that he would do that to his family on christmas yeah too it makes um
1: it makes no sense. None of those things
0: connect, but when you add in the new moon, the phase of the new moon and Latunsky's claims of um, mental health issues and, and being unmedicated and things like that, then, yeah, this he was murdered. This was not an assisted suicide.
1: And it sounds like he was completely willing, or I don't know, maybe not completely, but he let the police search the house and... I guess in my mind, I'm like, how did he think this was going to play out? Or did he not think? Ahead? Well, I,
0: this is, this is a hundred percent just my opinion. Um, I believe that he knew the jig was up when he saw those police officers. And that's why he decided he was, was going like, to give okay. a fake name of like, oh, I'm yeah. going to start my, I'm going to use my, as his dad called it, mental health card. I'm going to use it right from the get go. Hey, this is who I am. Even though my driver's license says something completely different. And I'm going to, you know, if they find the room, they find the room. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was in the basement. Yeah,
1: didn't you say it was kind of like a chamber? So it was kind of hidden. It was. It
0: was. It in, in the police reports. It was. Excuse me. In the court documents, it was described as a secret room.
1: Okay, so he was maybe gambling on the fact that oh, maybe, maybe they won't find. Maybe it. they
0: won't be thorough in their search because it was just a welfare check. They didn't go out there thinking that accusing litunsky of murder. They went out there knowing through the conversations that that is who he had planned to meet that night from the app. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it was just a welfare check really is how it, it was described. So yeah, I mean, I think he just took a gamble and they found did not what go they in found. His favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He certainly wasn't offering the information up until Once it was found and he was handcuffed and interviewed, then he had to explain himself. Latoonski is currently awaiting trial in the Shiawassee County Jail. And I just really hope that when that day comes, we can get some justice for Kevin. So yeah, like we said, we will keep you updated on that when there's more information available. Just wanted to get Kevin's story out there for anybody that's not from Michigan and hasn't heard about the case. So Yeah, it was...
1: It still seems like it was just yesterday that this happened because I remember hearing about it and it just, it was one of those cases that you'll just never forget. No,
0: and I love his parents had said it was horrific for them to sit and listen to the details, but they want everybody to remember their son for the beautiful human that he was and how he was, not the circumstances of his death. And I I so agree with that. that
1: I do too, 100%, because there's more far more about kevin that was Mm -hmm. great and he was an amazing person yes and my true condolences to his family yes
0: absolutely so with that let's move on to our brain bath i stumbled upon this little gem i'd
1: like to call this serendipity because it was a very fortunate accident it was
0: this is why you don't steal this is just a really good lesson if you've ever (laughs) thought of thieving just don't I'm just going to go ahead and read you this little article from Reader's Digest, which I do love me a good Reader's Digest. Oh, yeah.
1: Love me some Reader's Digest.
0: It's titled, The Lowest High There Is. (laughs) For a trio of drug thieves, it was their lucky day. These dumb criminals broke into a home in Silver Springs, Florida, and discovered three jars of cocaine. Jackpot? Yeah. They took it home and snorted the contents. It was after they snorted it that they discovered that the jars were in fact urns (laughs) and that they were snorting the cremains. Cremains? The cremains (laughs) of the victim's husband and two dogs. I just
1: can't even imagine. What? How the heck did this happen?
0: do you Use a nasal spray after that to ensure that you have cleansed. There is no possible way of recovering. There is there is not. This poor woman is like, oh "Oh my gosh, where's my family? (laughs) Yes. My where are so it's not i mean it's terrible it is but i want to know their names but i couldn't find them because it was just submitted to reader's digest so they don't print names and whatnot but could you imagine where she's like oh no where's where's patches and fluffy husband and yeah and rick where did rick (laughs) go where's rick i'm sorry they've been snorted i know Oh my! Straight God up, rest straight their souls. up the noses of freaking criminals who thought they they were cocaine.
1: I wonder how long it took the criminals to realize they weren't getting high, cocaine high. Right,
0: and which one of them they were probably high when they stole it. First of all, probably. so when they aren't getting more high and they sober up, which one of them was like? Oh, wait, holy shit, you guys. This looks just like my Nana's urn.
1: Right? Like, how long did it take Mm -hmm. to figure out that these were urns? Yeah. That being said, cremation has come a long way these days, and there's wonderful things that people can do with the remains now instead of that classic yeah urn yes so maybe it was one of those situations right
0: right where it didn't look like one i don't know but i don't know but the poor woman came home to find that her like you said her family's gone and she had no idea it was up the noses of a bunch of junkies god so anyway i guess it keep your cremains in a sacred <laughs> spot. That's what it says. It says cremains. cremains. safe. I didn't know that's what it was called, cremains. And this is a lesson. It is. Don't All steal. in one. That's right. All right, you guys. We hope you keep it curious and we hope you keep listening. Please feel free to follow us on our social media accounts and give us likes and comments and all those sorts of things. Nice comments, please. We're sensitive. Uh, very sensitive (laughs) on facebook we are crime curious podcast on instagram we were our crime.curious on the twitter we are curious crime twitter and i still don't know how to use it i have to do that every time (laughs) twitter (laughs) it's just a thing you do now (laughs) and if you would like to know as soon as new episodes are posted go ahead and subscribe for free in our email list. It's not spam. We just send a quick email that says, hey, here's a link to our new newest episode. VIP status. It is. And that is www.crimecuriouspodcast.com. All right, you guys, you have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.